you're looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com I'm about to make a very strong statement. Okay. Oh, boy. We've been off the air for a week or so, and I think it's time. Okay. Um, uh, you know, and obviously some people are going to be offended. Do you need a press release? Something going out? To... Would have been nice. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, it's a little late. Jeff, can you can release that? Can you can release that to the press right now? Can we wait until, no. like, tomorrow or later? Just cannot or wait. No? Just can't wait another second. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'll, I'll... I do not appreciate Donald Trump all that much. <laughs> but okay. he's a Republican. I know. I know. And yet, I'm considering placing my vote for someone else. Really? Wow. I'm considering it. Mm-hmm. That could have me killed, I know, uh, by Trump supporters. Um, because that's too strong a statement for them. I know. Uh, unless it's Donald Trump is God on earth, it's too strong a statement uh, against Donald Trump. I would still think they would be pissed off at you for <clears throat> saying he's only God on earth. What about the heavens? <laughs> <laughs> what about the solar true. system? You're I mean, right. You know, that's really you're. You're right. That's, you're actually a horrible human being for having that viewpoint. Holy cow! I, I just I, my dislike for this guy is in monumental proportions. <laughs> People and and I know you're getting this. Should too. I put that in the release or should I <laughs> no just, that one just not that much you're right? Not leave that it there. <clears throat> uh, I know you're getting this too. Probably on your Facebook and mm-hmm. and everywhere else, oh, yeah. like I am. Uh, but. The vitriol, if you say anything about him in, in a non-complimentary, it, it's like nothing I've ever seen. And it just, I, uh, I, it, I've reached a point where I just, it's so incomprehensible what's happened here. And South Carolina was really, I think, the last straw for me. It's like, how, really? South Carolina? And we heard from David Barton that maybe South Carolina isn't all that we thought it was. Um, maybe it's not the same state it used to be. Maybe it's not as conservative and evangelical as we th- as they do we thought. re-elect Lindsey Graham every year. Time after time every after time. Six years, yeah. Yeah, and he, he's been there since, what, 1836? 1836. 1836. That was his primary. Okay. He was actually elected in 1837, which is odd because there wasn't an election. That is there. odd. That's but for really... Lindsey, they did it. Hmm. They okay. it was okay. Uh, and they've been doing it ever since. So, mm. I, I mean, I guess it should be a little more understandable. It's just... It, but all of the evangelicals and the pastors that have endorsed this guy, this guy who says, who talks about two Corinthians, I mean, I don't. Uh, this guy who does nothing but insult everybody who doesn't say glowing things about him. This guy who can't cite a biblical piece of scripture. This guy who has said he never has ever repented in his life. This is not the guy that an evangelical would get behind. And then, I, as I put that, and we've talked about this, I mentioned that one day on my Facebook page, and some evangelical from South Carolina said, yeah, that's exactly why we like him. <laughs> what? You okay, like you like him because he doesn't... He's the opposite of everything you've ever wanted? Yeah. This is a sort of an observation okay. I had this weekend, thinking about this, in that, like, there's this idea that, like, uh, Donald Trump is standing up to the elites and the you know the elites and mm-hmm. and so 
we've all said that before. Like, we've all said, like, I'm sick of the elites controlling what the party does or what, what the candidates we have or whatever. There's a great show, as Glenn kind of mentioned at the end of the radio show, tonight on his TV uh, show, uh, one of the three shows that we're involved in on a daily basis, mm-hmm. uh, one of four overall. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the show tonight is about kind of how the elites do pretty much pick the, the nominee. Yeah. At least they have their finger on the scale all the time. And, um, you know, but when we've talked about that before, it used to be, before Donald Trump, that when we said the elites, what the elites were were people inside the party that had undue influence, whether it's, you know, people who are actual politicians, unions, special interest groups, mm-hmm. really super-duper rich people, people that are brothers of, of candidates, whatever. So, uh, the elite, somebody up there who has all this influence that we just, you know, say is undue. What with, In the Donald Trump era, what an elite has become is someone who has a policy which they think is important. Like, if you think, if you're picking a, uh, a candidate on mm. a group of beliefs that you hope to be executed. Principles. Pr- principles. Uh, whatever. Something yeah. that you hope that a president works towards, an agenda, an ideology, right. then you are now an evil elite person. If you just believe that's anything that's popular at a given second, like Donald Trump, then you're okay. So it's like either you're for Donald Trump mm-hmm. or you're an elite. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. I, 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 I disagree with all of these establishment people. I won't vote for it. Donald Trump is not the only candidate in the Republican field that I won't vote for. Uh, there's a, there's a, a large swath of them. Mm-hmm. Many of them have dropped out of the race at this point. But John Kasich, I'm not voting for John Kasich. I don't care what the hell happens. I'm not voting for John Kasich. I, I, I'm not an elite. I'm not a guy who who is like folding into the Republican Party whenever I can. That's not me. But I mean, Donald Trump doesn't have an ideology at all. And and people say, well, he's good. I'm glad he's not ideological. I'm glad. You know what an ideology is? It's a collection of beliefs that coherently go together. <laughs> That's what it is. An ideology is not some mm. mythical and evil thing. Anything, it means that point, the, the, your viewpoint on X it's and your viewpoint thing. on Y yeah. aren't in exact disagreement with each other. Well, and you said the key word there, coherent, yeah. that coherently go together. That word is so foreign to him. Mm-hmm. That concept is foreign to him. Nothing in his, in his campaign or his life is coherent. No, and he's and, just not coherent. And he's not even he doesn't even have a coherent ideology he, as it relates to Donald Trump's ideology from six months ago. Right. I mean, it, he's all over right. the board. And, and that was when we, we were going through some of these uh, um, exit polls. One of the ones I found was we thought was pretty interesting. I'm not sure if I have it here in front of me, but it was um, tells it like it is. Was what's your favorite thing about a candidate? If, it, if the most important thing is tells it like it is, Donald Trump won that something like 78 to eight. Like, he overwhelmingly wins it with people. And it's like, what? Do you see that he did? Even if you think that he is not pandering to you with whatever position he says today, you have to admit that he said the opposite position a few weeks ago. So one of those two times was not telling it like it is. Mm-hmm. How can they both be? How can we'll let Russia handle ISIS and we're mm-hmm. going to bomb the S out of ISIS? How can both of those be telling it like it is? One of them has to not be telling it like it is. Yeah. Like Ted Cruz, uh, he's completely eligible and completely fine. I've had all my lawyers look at it. Oh, no, he's ineligible. One of those is not telling it like it is because they're the both mm-hmm. sides. Marco Rubio, I don't know. I mean, he might not be eligible. Yeah, he's eligible. Of course he's eligible. One of those is not telling it like it is. Ted Cruz is a good guy. I like him. Uh, we're friends. 
Uh, Ted Cruz is a nasty guy. Nobody likes him. The worst liar he's ever met in his entire life. Wow. One of those is not telling not, it like it is. Not now, telling the truth. You might say, if you're a Trump supporter, well, earlier on he was being nice to Cruz because, you know, uh, that was part of the campaign or whatever, and now he's telling the truth. Well, regardless of that, that doesn't support your thesis that he tells it like it is. No. It means that right. before he wasn't telling it like it is, and now he is. <laughs> Either way, one of the two times he was not telling it like it is. And it's amazing uh, that people keep falling for that. And I guess is. it's just, I mean, it's hard to see, you know, now, um, you know, what you're going to do to stop it. I mean, right now, with five candidates, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, you know, I think if it gets down to a one-on-one with Cruz or Rubio, he's got major problems. Supposedly, but until that moment, I don't know if it's going to happen. Supposedly, if it's, if it's Trump-Cruz, Cruz wins mm-hmm. by like 12 points. I mean, because it's not, yeah, it's not, close. Uh, it's not even close. So uh, I, it would be nice to get to that point. I don't know what the hell Ben Carson is doing. I think he's made a pact with, with uh, Trump or Rubio or whoever to try to continue to stay in the race to continue to hurt Ted Cruz. That, that, that's his only, yep. That is his only function at this point. He got, what, 7 or 8 uh, again? Yeah. 7 or 8 percent? 6.7, I think it was. 6.7 percent in South Carolina. Get out! Yeah. Get out! There's All the reports, no reason for it. I heard, I heard news reports uh, yesterday and this Get morning. Out. They don't even mention them. Yeah, no. uh, they yeah, mentioned the top three. Mentioned. Jeb's right. out, right. and Kasich got so much. Ben. Yeah. I mean, Kasich, ben, too. By I mean, all that is holy, Kasich and yes, Ben. I agree. At this point, Kasich, Kasich staying in is only hurting Rubio. Um, so if you're, if, unless you want Rubio to win, you know, the Kasich thing doesn't maybe necessarily bother you. But it's just ridiculous. I would like to say. I would it like, you know, bothers me because I don't like him so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want him out. He's terrible. Even if it hurts Ted a little bit. Go home. Yeah. Well, I, look, home. if we get into a three-way race between Trump, <laughs> Rubio, and, and Cruz, yeah. at least you can see. There, there's no excuses, right? Right. You got three people in there. At some point, either Rubio or Cruz will likely uh, rise to the top of those two. And then you'll have a one-on-one battle. And if you have a mm. one-on-one battle, I mean, if, if Trump wins a one-on-one battle with Trump or with so Rubio or I mean, Cruz, I would be yeah. impressed. Yeah. I mean, and there's no polling that shows that he would do that. There, there's been polling the whole time that, that shows he can do what he's doing. Um, you know, a lot of people doubted whether that polling would last, but that's been, I mean, his, him getting 35% of the vote surprises nobody mm. as far as, uh, you know, the polling goes. I think most people, I was surprised that the polling held, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he had 35%. I thought, you know, I mean, again, this is, uh, when I had <clears throat> faith in the American people, I believe these things. <laughs> right. I, I mean, cause now not only do I have no faith Some in of the that Democrats. has to go away, right? right. It has to. Oh, I mean, I, based on this election cycle, it's, it's the most inconceivable thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Every day I'm like, I can't, I can't believe what I'm looking at. I right. can't well, believe what's happening. Well, cause I mean, look, it, we look at this stuff every day, and over the past several years, what I had convinced myself of was that the, the right side of the aisle right, was made up essentially of two groups of people. One group who cared about the conservative values and principles, mm-hmm. and another group that was a moderate establishment wing. Who you know they would they they wanted to sure they wanted a little bit more conservative than Hillary Clinton, but the bottom line is they'll do their they'll do whatever they have to do to keep power and and move them. the Mitch McConnell yeah you know, John Boehner argument yeah. that I thought that was the 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 two sides of it. In reality, that is not true at all. There is certainly those two groups exist, uh, but there's just a group of people that might be the largest of the three that just don't even look at these things at all don't care about policy, don't care about these issues, 
all they care about, they see it as sort of a TV show, and Donald Trump is the most entertaining and loud among them. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, there's no coherent ideology. Uh, you know, we've seen this before in polling, where you'll see guy, p- positions that Trump has taken. When you ask Trump supporters about them before Trump takes a position, they'll say 70% believe X. And then when Trump takes the position and he says, Trump says it's Y, suddenly 70% of his supporters think Y. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, I, that is just cult of personality. There's no, there's no viewpoints as, associated to that. So my thought of, well, there's people who care about conservative principles and really care about these values and won't move off of them. And there's people who are sort of progressive and will move around to whatever, you know, like, yeah, they're, but they're really moderates. It's really there's a third group in there which has nothing to do with policy at all. It has nothing to do with policy. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just a flailing around angrily. And the idea that so many commentators have rushed to justify that as an excusable position. Oh, well, they're just angry. You have to understand. I have to understand? I'm the one here who has to understand? The person who's sitting here trying to figure out issues as they relate to the the country? I'm the one that has to figure this out. I'm the one that has to say, oh, well, I do understand anger, blind anger that supports the thing they're supposedly angry at, progressivism. A guy who has been progressive on almost every issue. I'm the one who has to understand the mental gymnastics that leads someone who's angry at progressives to vote for a progressive. I'm the one that has to understand that process. That's insane. Excuse me. That's just insane. Mm-hmm. It's a process of beating your head against the wall to punish the wall. I'm not going to do that. It doesn't work. I mean, Jeffy will tell you. Jeffy? You kept telling me it would work. To well, you should, to you do should it. keep trying it to prove yeah, a point. It might work for you. You might, you might keep trying. Uh, so, you know, if you hadn't heard, you know, maybe you were in a cave in Afghanistan all weekend long, didn't know uh, Donald Trump won South Carolina 33.5%. Followed by Rubio with 22.5 and Cruz with 22.3. Is so that why your press release went out? They essentially tied. Is that why your press release went out? Is that why my press release? Saying I don't really appreciate him all that much? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Huh. I mean, that was maybe the last straw, yeah. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. And then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.